0: Welcome back to Scarlet and Maze. I'm Adam. This is Zach. <laughs> yup. Ohio State 26. Nebraska 17.
1: Um Jackson Smith and Jigba. That's all I got. He's he's alright. Those are all my notes. He's like
0: if David Bell was a little less good.
1: <laughs> Those are all my thoughts on the game, Jackson Smith and Jigba, that's it.
0: Really? No, I'm kidding. Okay. Seriously.
1: <laughs> he's a baller and like I've known he's been good the whole time. But I think he put the whole country on notice. He, I think, will be in good hands when Stroud will be in good hands when um, Garrett Wilson and Olave enter the draft this year. Jackson Smith and Jigba, I was actually the is actually the highest graded wide receiver in the Big Ten this year, according wow. to Pro Football Focus. He set the record, Ohio State record for the receptions in a game, on his way to over two hundred yards and a touchdown. Um, in this game, the offensive line was playing musical chairs with what one of the starters out and the run game took a hit on that there was uh one of the starters out and they were just trying different lineups with the offensive linemen um it was not a pretty game that had some bad turnovers and settled for a lot of field goals again four field goals again no ruggles baller eight for eight the last couple weeks he hasn't missed all year but eight for eight in two weeks is pretty good um but on the bright side, they beat Nebraska by more points than anyone has all season. And their defensive line has become one of the best lines in the country. Um, they're leading the country in sacks. They're top 15 in run defense despite Oregon gashing them for over 250 yards and 7.1 yards per carry. And a true freshman, JT Tua Tua Malulao, wherever his name is. You know, close enough. It's really tough to say. Um, He's the first Ohio State defense lineman with a tackle for loss in four straight games since Chase Young. True freshman. Crazy. That's all I got about that game. All right. Nebraska, figure out a way to win.
0: So last week I said every time I talk about Ohio State Mm -hmm. and uh, whatever, anytime I have something to add, it's complaining about the other team not trying to win. (laughs) And here we go again. So, Nebraska is down 6, 9:47 left in the game. That's fourth quarter, is it not? Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Fourth and 4 at the Ohio State 13-yard line. And they trot out their kicker who's already 0 for 1 in the game, <laughs> who predictably misses another field goal. He shanks it. Play to win the game, you freaking morons. They've missed
1: they've missed as many I think <sighs> I saw that they've missed as many field goals this year as they've made
0: it sounds like a good idea to try to kick a field goal. Then. Yeah. Scott Frost, I, they already said he's coming back next year. He deserves to get fired based on that one decision alone. <laughs> uh, I don't care so that you your think d- if
1: Nick Saban would have kicked a field goal in, this, in that situation, he deserved to get fired? Yes. Dang.
0: I also don't think Nick Saban would have kicked that field goal. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't care that your defense has played well to that point. They got you in a position to take the lead late in the game, so take advantage of that right? Give the defense a lead to protect if you score. yeah. When they kicked the field goal, I said they deserve to lose, and then when they missed, I just go, well, uh, thank God for <laughs> Jeff Brown, because if Purdue is in the same position, I guarantee they won't settle for a field goal there, but they'll go for the head that wears the crown. They'll try to take the lead late instead of trying to change a one-possession lead into a one-possession lead. <laughs> it's just so stupid. Boiler up, Play to win the game. It doesn't make any sense.
1: Well, so Michigan. Yep. 29, Indiana 7. Yep. Big win.
0: I honestly don't have many thoughts. Yep. Uh, I hope Indiana's freshman quarterback doesn't get broken before he gets a real shot. <laughs> uh, and I hope all the injuries Michigan suffered on Saturday don't end up hurting him down the stretch. Yeah. They didn't ask Cade to do too much, he did fine. I don't know. It was whatever. Zion Haskins is good. Indiana sucks. Yeah. That's all I got.
1: Yeah, my notes are cool. Indiana sucks. <laughs>
0: uh-huh.
1: <laughs> um, Big Ten Players of the
0: Week. Yep, we got some more co's here. Uh, Jahan Dotson from uh, Penn State, best receiver in the Big Ten. <laughs> 11 receptions, 242 yards, three touchdowns. I am a little worried about him going into Michigan-Penn State, but whatever. Uh, the other one, Aiden O'Connell from Purdue. 40 of 54, 536 yards, three touchdowns. Highest Big Ten single-game completion percentage with 50 attempts since the year 2000. Wow. Second most completions in a game in Purdue history. Second only to Drew Brees. Impressive. Defensive, (laughs) Jair Brown. I don't know if I said his first name right. Sounds right. Doesn't matter. From Penn State, two takeaways, including a pick six. Uh... Yeah, I don't. Know. I don't have any. There were there were so many good receivers on Saturday.
1: Yeah, but... it was crazy. Three different Big Ten receivers were for over two hundred yards. I would have liked to seen uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba get the uh, co offensive player of the week instead of Jahan Donson, just because he stepped in a stepped up in a big way for Garrett Wilson when he was out and did it against a better defense. Yeah, he scored less touchdowns, but had as met ma- just about as many yards. Had two less yards and had four more receptions. And graded higher, according to Pro Football Focus.
0: Yeah, and I mean, Bell did it against a better team. Not against a better defense, but against a higher-ranked team. <laughs> I mean, really, we could have had a four-way tie co-offensive.
1: Yeah, I mean, the other reason that I wanted it to be Jackson Smith and Jigba is because it's the first time that when Ohio State's played that they haven't had a, a Big Ten Player of the Week. Whether <laughs> it's special teams, freshmen. Right. We only talk about the offense and defensive players of the week. We, but... They've been the freshman player of the week almost every week.
0: Almost, yeah. Uh, <laughs> pick standings <laughs> updates. Uh, we actually tied on the game of the week, so we both went five and two. So I'm seventy and nineteen overall. You're sixty nine and twenty one overall. Wow. I still have wins. I still have percentage. Pretty cool. Still close. a better human being. <laughs> uh, Big Ten takeaways. Do you have any?
1: Yeah. My only thing is so last week. I said neither Minnesota or MSU would win their division, and they <laughs> both proceeded to lose this past Saturday. Yeah. So
0: that's all i got to say. All right. So picture. Close your eyes for a second, Zach. You can trust me. Right, picture right. P.J. Fleck rowing a little boat filled with money because he just got an extension <laughs> and bottoms out against an island. But wait. <laughs> close your eyes. Okay, okay, okay. The island stands up. It's Brett Bielema. The <laughs> island was just his gut sticking out of the water. Bielema winds up and backhands P.J. Fleck off the boat. How do you score one time against Illinois, P.J. Fleck? (laughs) All right, you can open your eyes. We've said it before, but P.J. Fleck loses to a terrible Bowling Green team, then turns it around to the point that Minnesota signs him to a big extension, Mm -hmm. and then he immediately turns around and gets smacked in the mouth by one of the worst teams in the Big Ten. That's just embarrassing. Embarrassing. Good job, Minnesota. At least you locked him up long-term.
1: Yeah. Oh, man. That's, Idiots. Why on earth was Minnesota ever in the top 25 of the playoff committees? Top 25.
0: That's funny. Uh,
1: just one of my uh,
0: big quarrels with that. Well, from from P.J. Fleck to another turd pile, the rapid-fire turd pile <laughs> picks. Uh, Northwestern at Wisconsin. Um, The Badgers
1: are rolling right now. They're getting that run game going. They got good <laughs> defense. What? Nothing, that that freshman running back balling out? I got Wisconsin here. I do too.
0: Uh, Rutgers at Indiana.
1: This we wanted to make this the game of the week, but we couldn't. We couldn't bring ourselves to doing no. it. And I just this is like the turd bowl of the season in the of the Big Ten teams. These are only our, because
0: <laughs> Illinois, <laughs> yeah, cause only because Illinois is, and Northwestern don't play each other.
1: Yeah, well, Illinois has actually got a decent win. They beat. Or they Penn haven't State.
0: played each other. I mean.
1: Yeah, this, yeah you know, um, Rutgers at Indiana. I got the Hoosiers here.
0: Yeah, I actually have Indiana too. Yeah. So no separation yet. Maryland at Michigan State. This really, for the record, this is on the turd pile. Yeah. You've earned it. Um, Maryland doesn't really run the ball. This could right. get interesting. I don't think it does though, Michigan State.
1: Yeah, I mean, they got that Talia Tungabailoa is pretty good. He's not good enough. No. Michigan State.
0: Uh, Minnesota. Although, Michigan State, one of their top corners also is out for the year. Wow. After their last game. I don't think it'll make a difference. No. He wasn't
1: very good anyway, I'm sure.
0: Minnesota at Iowa. Um, Why are you looking at me like that? I'm letting you pick first.
1: Oh, okay. I got Iowa here. I mean, P.J. Fleck, they turned the season around a little bit, but they really didn't beat anybody good in that stretch, and I just think that Iowa's defense is Good enough to keep him in the game and See, win it.
0: Here's where P.J. Fleck earns the extension. I just don't <laughs> turn it over, Minnesota. You'll win the game. You'll row the boat through the state of Iowa. Yeah. Uh, Purdue at Ohio State.
1: Okay, so Purdue is 5-0 and this year at games starting at 3.30 or later. The game's at 3.30. Oh, boy. Purdue is a 20-point underdog after beating two teams in the top five, top three lately this season. And – but – Ninety-one percent of the money is going to them so far. That's just insane to me. Vegas loves Purdue against Michigan State. they were only Michigan State was only a three-point favorite, but not the team that has historically struggled against Purdue. Purdue uh, Purdue has gone five and three in West Lafayette, being the only team that has a winning record against Ohio State at home. Um, in the last since two thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Um. That being said, the game is in Columbus, and Purdue hasn't won there since nineteen eighty eight. And I think. Ohio State's gonna come ready. The last time they played, it was a huge upset. Ohio State was number two. Purdue put up 49 on them. I don't think it happens again. Ohio State wins and wins big.
0: We all know that they Pur- cover the spread. we all know that Purdue is the supposed giant killers. Yeah. Two top three wins this season. We all know what they did to Ohio State in 2018. And we know that David Bell is the one who knocks. He is the danger. <laughs> But let me tell you about the first Michigan football game I was ever able to go to, Zach. Because okay. my, my dad played baseball at, let's say, a lesser institution. So it took me a while to be able to get to go to a Michigan game. It was on October seventeenth, two 2009. Wow. Michigan played the great Delaware State Hornets, who looked and played like one of the FCS schools from NCAA 14. Michigan won 63-6, to and it was just a fun time. But nothing about that game was as memorable as walking to the stadium when someone shouted out Purdue just beat Ohio State 26 to 18. Wow. And the masses of people walking into Michigan Stadium, the biggest football stadium in the entire world. <laughs> Everyone starts chanting Boiler up, Boiler up for about a literal minute. So like a minute doesn't seem long, a minute in real time you're yeah. just chanting, it can be a while. Yeah. Anyways, whatever. Purdue isn't as terrible as we thought a few weeks ago, but they're also about to get taken out back to the woodshed and get beaten real bad. <laughs> uh, Ohio State,
1: 42-14. Yeah, I don't have a score, but uh, it they'll cover the Yeah, they'll cover the
0: spread. Uh, game of the week, Michigan at Penn State. Uh, I don't think Jim Harbaugh is coaching for his job anymore this year, barring some huge collapse like losing out. Uh, but that said, and even then, I don't know, Yeah. but that said – this game has huge implications for the excitement going into next year. It obviously has huge implications for the possibility of keeping Big Ten title hopes and playoff yeah. hopes alive for this season. We just all know how I feel by now about chances against Ohio State. Right. Biggest thing I'm worried about is that so many guys got hurt for Michigan against Indiana and against Michigan State. Cade McNamara is not 100%, uh, as we know, but Blake Corum got hurt against Indiana uh, Donovan Edwards was already hurt, so really Hassan Haskins is it at running back. Wow. Uh, Roman Wilson was already not 100%. Tight end Eric All is hurt. Mike Sainer still is hurt. Andrell Anthony got hurt. Some of the offensive line got banged up. Uh, one of the starting corners got hurt. Uh, these aren't excuses. I'm not preloading. This is a built-in excuse for Jim Harbaugh. He's got to find a way to win this game. Yeah. Um, that's just what I'm worried about the most. Is like, okay, who is actually going to play? How effectively can they play? He's got to win this game. If Michigan can get to the Ohio State game 10-1, uh, the hope of this season might be resuscitated. Even then, a loss to Ohio State, especially if it's close, might make the excitement for next year pretty high just because of how much Michigan brings back next year. Penn State doesn't have much of a running game. Sean Clifford is hobbled. Michigan has the, pes- the best pass-rushing duo in the country I think Michigan can limit Penn State scoring, and we'll just need a way. Uh, they'll just need to find a way to get to like twenty-four to win. I think so. I got Michigan twenty-seven, Penn State twenty-one, Michigan by six.
1: Um, I think it's really an interesting matchup. I think Penn State's defense is so good that it'll keep them in the game in any game. But I think Michigan's the better team, and I think Franklin can't coach in close games. Plain and simple, I got Michigan by three.
0: That is an interesting. I I didn't look back. I know that. Michigan and Penn State, since Harbaugh has been there, have sort of taken turns blowing each other out. Yeah, I don't know if any have been particularly close. I think last year was probably the closest, but yeah. Michigan was also playing me at quarterback. So <laughs> uh, Things no one is talking about. Michigan State was outgained by Purdue. Outgained by over 150 yards against Michigan. Outgained by Indiana. Outgained by Western Kentucky. Outgained by almost 200 yards against Nebraska. They beat Michigan... Fair and square on an obviously level playing field with no questionable calls by a fantastic officiating crew. But they were nearly blown out against Purdue. Easily could have been blown out given some random glitch that took points off the board against Michigan. Maybe they've been exposed as pretenders more than contenders. Seems like they're still being talked about as contenders, hands down, even though yeah. it seems like they're getting pantsed and then yeah, this sneaking out each week.
1: definitely not something people are talking about. This, what you're saying.
0: No. Um,
1: I think the SEC bias is driving me nuts. The college football playoff rankings had an SEC team has, as the highest ranked zero loss team, the highest ranked one loss team, the highest ranked two loss team, and the highest ranked three loss team when their biggest, their best non-conference win this season is Clemson. And we've talked about Clemson a lot on this show. Clemson is terrible. You could make an argument for Texas, maybe, but Texas has lost four games straight now in remember, the Big 12.
0: Remember mid-game when Texas was back? Yeah. And then they blew the lead and lost the like, what? Like, why, why, why does anyone
1: think that anyone in the SEC is good other than Georgia? Alabama has, I wouldn't be surprised if LSU is ranked this week because they had a quality loss against Alabama. They lost by less than a touchdown or whatever it was. It was close enough that they're going to be ranked this week with the losing record. It's just driving me nuts. The college football playoff committee is atrocious. They're just terrible, and they need to be gone. I mean, I'd rather go back to the BCS system than do this and have a two-team national championship. Dang. Like, this is absurd. They're terrible. Like, what reason is Alabama number two in the rankings last week? They're at Alabama. They have no. Quality Dude, they're in wins. the SEC.
0: Yeah, it just My means goodness. more. We yeah. <laughs> is that all you got? You got yeah. more? That's it. That's it. All right. Uh, viewer questions. We got a few this week. Is Michigan's season over?
1: Um, I said no. They still have at least four games to go, including a bowl game. <laughs>
0: That's yeah. Very I mean, factual. it could be
1: five or six games even still too. Yeah, there's a decent amount of games left. So, this, no, the this season is not over.
0: Very factual. Yeah. I said if Michigan loses to Penn State, yes. If they beat Penn State, it really should come down to the Michigan Ohio State game, which technically means no. I, um, I it, just always
1: hate that question midseason. Like, is the Lions' season over? Like, yeah, they're kinda. not going to do anything. They're <laughs> not going to, yeah, I get the implications. They're not going to do anything with their season. But those players are still human and want to win a game. They're still competitive. The season's not over. The players still want to go and win a game, and they can still go win games.
0: Well, in my. In my soul, it's it does feel like yes, the season is over because I've gotten my hopes up for the Ohio State game so many times just to have it curb stomped. Yeah. Every time. But I mean
1: it's football, you always have a chance. Yeah. Purdue can beat Ohio State.
0: I <laughs> <laughs> Purdue's not Michigan. <laughs> Ohio State's not focused on Purdue the same way they're it's drilled into their brains, into their souls. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, I think more than likely, honestly, yes. It's fun that we disagree, and you're yeah. you're more pro Michigan here. Yeah. Uh, if Michigan hadn't lost fair and square I'm, on I'm a just level,
1: pro human here to be honest. Yeah.
0: <laughs> if if Michigan hadn't lost fair and square on a level playing field to Michigan State, with with the officials making no tangible impact on the game, they'd have been right where I was hoping they'd be, with the dream of an eleven and one playoff berth alive, despite an Ohio State loss and not making it to Indy still, but. Because of that, it's it's whatever. Yeah. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Uh, Will Harbaugh be gone if they lose to Ohio State?
1: Um, I don't think so. Like you said, they got a lot of players coming back next year, and it's not been a horrible season. They haven't lost anybody that they shouldn't lose to. I mean, maybe you could argue that they shouldn't have lost to Michigan State, but – Um, They were the favorite, but it's still a top-ten team that they lost to. And going into this offseason, there's already the USC and LSU job that are open, and most likely the Florida job will be open, and you're going to be competing with the top candidates with those three schools, and can you beat out those schools for the top candidates?
0: Right. Uh, I think unless Michigan loses out at this point, he'll be back. Even then, he might be back. Uh, I also don't think they're going to lose out, but the defense isn't elite. Like Some were starting to say maybe they are, Uh, but compared to expectations, I think it's about as good as we could have hoped for in year one of Mike McDonald. Uh, Next year, they bring in five-star DB Will Johnson, possibly five-star DB Damani Jackson, which they'd be freshmen, but there's a chance that they could contribute early and really bolster really the weakest part of the team.
1: Denzel Burke, five-star, or I don't know if he was five-star, but he's two freshmen for Ohio State starting that corner.
0: Yeah. I mean, honestly, Ohio State if they were too. if they were bringing in low four-stars, that's different than a five-star. Yeah. Not all five-stars can step in right away. He, he
1: honestly might not have even been a five-star and he stepped in right, right.
0: away. I mean, some, some guys can, some guys can't, regardless yeah. of ranking. Five-stars, they're more likely, I feel like, uh, to be able to step in sooner, but... Michigan returns so many guys on both sides of the ball, especially on offense. At this point, I think Harbaugh will <clears throat> more than likely be back and honestly should probably be given another year. Yeah. I mean,
1: if they're giving Scott Frost another <laughs> year.
0: Yeah. I mean, I also think that's funny that they're giving him another What was year.
1: the – you sent the tweet in the group chat where it was like uh,
0: some he's got to win like – win out the rest if he, of the year. If he won his – the last, Ross, If he won right. out this year – and then went undefeated and won the national championship the next three years, he'd still have a worse winning percentage than Jim Harbaugh.
1: <laughs> That's wild.
0: That is wild. Uh, do Michigan and Michigan State still control their destinies, or is Ohio State too good?
1: Well, okay, Ohio State is too good, but technically, obviously, MSU still controls their own destiny. They play Ohio State, and they only have one loss, and it's to Michigan, and they'd have the head-to-head there. Um, But I don't think MSU matches up well against Ohio State at all. But um, we'll talk more about that next week.
0: Yeah. Uh, I said technically, kind of. Yeah. Michigan needs Michigan State to lose once more, like you said. I think Ohio State beats Michigan State because C.J. Stroud is going to rain fire all over that secondary (laughs) with those receivers. Uh, Michigan State could win. I've seen a 1,000 posts about the similarities to 2015 MSU, including their next three opponents. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I just don't see it. Uh, same right. with Michigan, though. So you can say um. I'm biased. I also don't see it with Michigan. Uh, if Ohio State beats Michigan well, I mean, State, then it all comes down to that. It's just I don't see that Twenty well. twenty To compare it to 2015,
1: Travion Henderson would have to be in the hospital <clears> all week. It would have to be a torrential <laughs> downpour in a night game and in the freezing rain. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if that all happens, then it could be
0: 2015 again for right. Ohio State. I, I think Ohio State's defense makes them look vulnerable, just like how they looked vulnerable in 2018. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's hard to believe they will look worse than the best team in the NFL against Michigan. Like but. they're gonna they're gonna get to the game and then just look like a couple of years ago, Kansas City. Yeah, Mahomes just. One, I, uh, I think all that to teams, say, I think Ohio State is just too good.
1: One, this is part of the things that I'll talk about next week. Is I think both these teams rely on the run a lot. I mean, obviously, Cade threw all over Michigan State, but who hasn't thrown all over Michigan State? Um, but they run, they rely on the run a lot. And Ohio State's run defense is 15th in the country. Like I said earlier, despite that, or blemish against Oregon, where they have obviously improved since then. Despite that, they're top 15 in the country, and that defense is, defense line is greatly improved in honestly, in my opinion, is the best in the country.
0: Yeah. Uh, We got a late one. Updated playoff picks. Zach.
1: Okay, so for me, I've got Georgia number one, obviously. Obviously. I think they'll win out. Alabama's terrible. They'll beat Alabama. Um, Number two, I have Oregon. I think Oregon will win out. Um, I think the Pac-12 is just bad, and the quality win over Ohio State we will put them at number two. Ohio State will win out, and they'll be number three. In number four, rooting for the group of five here, Cincinnati gets the rematch against Georgia from the bowl game last year, and Cincinnati beats Georgia.
0: We're not that far off because we have three of the same teams and then one probably undeserving team. So I got Georgia number one, Okay. Ohio State number two. That's the undeserving team, <laughs> okay, obviously. Okay. Just kidding. Three, <laughs> Oklahoma.
1: And yeah. then
0: uh, Cincinnati gotcha. is number four. Uh, that'll be fun. And I actually switched Ohio State-Oklahoma. I was like, oh, oh No. It doesn't, I mean, it doesn't really matter. They play each other. but Yeah.
1: Um, I think it's going to be an Ohio State Cincinnati national championship.
0: That'd be fun. Pickleball. <laughs> I, really, I,
1: don't, I don't really know if that, I don't
0: know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just know Michigan <laughs> won't be in it. Uh, tweet of the week. I've, I've got two. The Big Ten did officially apologize for the worst of the nonsense in the Michigan Michigan state game. Uh, it doesn't change anything, but I'm officially adding the old asterisk to that nonsense. Uh, so congrats on the dub, asterisk. Um, I'm sure I'll get some Juggalo jabronis up in the comments saying, boss <laughs> sucks. Lol shouldn't have blown a lead in the woodshed. Tuck coming. Go green. Deep water. Spartans will. lol triggered. And that's Keep all chopping. fine. Keep chopping. I forgot one. Shoot. <laughs> They're so on point with their messaging. They all have a different theme. They all have different vi- –
1: Roll the boat too, right? That's them. That's, that's them. them. Yeah.
0: That's them. I mean, as long as they're stealing, keep chopping from Rutgers, you know. Yeah. Uh, the officials changed the game. The Big Ten apologized for the officials changing the game. As Rich Eisen says, be careful about taking it lightly or laughing about it, because Big Ten officials can come for your team too, Oof. unless you're Ohio State. <laughs> Anyways, then there's this one. Uh, Nebraska has outscored their Big Ten opponents 190 to 176 this season. Nebraska is one in six in those Big Ten games. That's incredible, but it's also what they get for kicking a field goal down six in the fourth quarter against Ohio State. Mr. Beat him up, Ralphie.
1: Okay, so my two of the week is um, Illinois had just punted with like a, a roughly a minute to go in the game, up one score against Minnesota, and it was a crucial punt that went out of bounds inside the five. And my two of the week is the punter's celebration against Minnesota. <laughs> he rose the boat. Like this. You'll see in the video. He rolls the boat, and then he breaks the oar over <laughs> your knee. It's just gold that you're getting taunted by a punter. That's
0: so good. Goodness. That's perfect. Yeah. Uh, with that, that's all we got for this week. Uh, we'll see you uh, next time, either basketball <laughs> or football. Yeah. Still trying to figure out uh, when we're going to do all the basketball ones. We'll get we'll get there. Yeah. Um, like, subscribe, follow, share. Yeah, Great we're, review. We're everywhere. We're everywhere. Buy your eggnog at Quality Dairy. Yep. Go Blue. Go Buckeyes.